Hi everyone, welcome to episode number 9 of the Institute of You podcast. My name is Marion Tilly and I'm the creator and the host of this podcast. Every Tuesday, I answer one question on career growth and personal development. I'm a former director in a tech company and I now manage the Reflective Mind company, which focuses on executive and leadership coaching, as well as the Institute of You, which is dedicated to career development. So I write weekly articles. I created this podcast. I also created an online course on self-awareness and I provide individual career coaching. Last week, we talked about how to develop a growth mindset, and I thought it could be interesting to add more to this topic by talking about something that I personally do regularly, and that is coaching myself. Now, I'm a professional coach, so I know how coaching works. I've been trained to ask questions that challenge people. And I'm also a mindfulness practitioner. That means that, you know, I pay particularly attention to the present and I'm also quite mindful about the way I'm feeling. That being said, it's not because you are not a professional coach or a mindfulness practitioner that you can't coach yourself. In this episode, I want to talk to you about all that you need to know to be able to do that on your own. It starts by introducing or reminding you of what coaching is and specifically the process of coaching so that you know what you're doing when you coach yourself. The International Coach Federation, the association I'm a member of, defines coaching as partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. So for you here, the keywords are thought-provoking and creative process. That's what you need to keep in mind when you start to coach yourself. It's a lot more than just self-reflection. Self-reflection, you tend to just keep those thoughts in your head, while this thought-provoking and creative process will help you get them out. When you do coaching, that externalization of your thoughts is natural because you're having a conversation with that person and they hold you accountable for what you say. For self-coaching to be very impactful, you need to repeat that context of being coached by someone else. That means that you need to take an active and conscious decision that you want coaching. And that also means that at the beginning, you need to identify what you want to be coached about. And you also need to create a conversation with either yourself or with someone that you know very well and that knows you very well, but imagining what they would say and what they would ask you and then answering those questions. And then imagining again what this person would reply to your answer and so on. Don't be afraid of having a conversation with yourself. I do talk to myself. I talk to myself in my head. I talk to myself out loud when there's no one around. And I think it's a very healthy way to externalize what you're thinking and put words out there and maybe even hearing your voice saying them. So obviously there's no one in front of you, but you still said them out loud and they could have been heard by someone else. And that's very powerful when you want to hold yourself accountable. Another element of a coaching session with a professional coach that is very important for you to recreate when you do your own coaching is doing it in an environment that feels safe. Usually it's an environment where you won't be disturbed, you won't be interrupted. Um, it's an environment that feels familiar, like your home or a room in your office where you can take some time for yourself. 
It can also be during commute when you are in the bus or in the train with headphones on. Whatever feels safe and comfortable for you to have deep, meaningful reflection and externalize it one way or another. Talking out loud is not the only way you can externalize your thought when you do self-coaching. Another amazing way and probably my favorite is to write them down. You can also draw, you can paint, you can do anything that basically keeps the mind busy and that lets the creative you express themselves in a different way. So now you know that coaching is a thought-provoking and creative process to maximize your potential. You know it's a conversation that will hold you accountable and you also know that it's done in an environment that feels safe and where you won't be disturbed. You need to repeat that for self-coaching. Whenever you're ready, take a piece of paper and a notebook, use a pen, um, highlighters, post-its, whatever you want to organize your thoughts in writing. The first thing you need to start with is defining the goal. What is the goal of this session? Let's call it session for the sake of repeating what a coaching session would be with a, a professional coach. What is it that you want to work on today? What is your goal? Write down the goal. Now, question yourself a bit more by asking yourself, what else? What else is on your mind today? Even if it doesn't feel like it's related to the first goal that you wrote about, it's important that you write down and externalize everything that is on your mind and that is probably bothering you or that you want some closure or clarity on. Continue writing this down until you feel like you're done. Then when you look at the things that you wrote down, the next thing you need to do is pick the one that is the most important to you today. Why is that topic or that goal important to you? What does it mean to you? And how is this more important than the other things that you wrote down? That will give you a lot of information already. So what's your goal today? Anything else? Pick the one that is the most important to you and then question what are the reasons why it's important? Write down everything that you can think of, even if those things don't seem relevant to you. You don't know where the session is going to take you. When you look back after, you'll be able to link some of the thought that you had at the beginning of the session to things that you unfolded later. Like in a real coaching session, once you've narrowed down your goal, it's important that you list the success criteria for the self-coaching. Take some time to write down how you will know this self-coaching was successful. How will you know you've achieved the goal you've identified at the beginning? And what does success look like? It's important to do that because at the end of this self-coaching session, you need to have an outcome. Coaching is goal-oriented and action-driven. So at the end of this session, you will be able to have a clear action to take that will bring you closer to your goal. Once you've identified the topic that you want to coach yourself on and once you know why the goal is important to you and how you will be successful, the first thing you need to start thinking about is what needs to happen for you to be successful in this goal. Write down all the things that need to happen, whether they are realistic or not realistic, they are ambitious or not ambitious, whether they are short-term, medium-term or long-term things. Always challenge yourself to think a bit more than the first thought you have by asking what else. Don't stop at the first answer you got. You need to keep digging and digging and challenging yourself to search for new answers. 
In the article of this podcast episode, I will leave a list of questions you can ask yourself and that I use with my coaching clients. It's important to think about something rationally, so with the head, emotionally with the heart, and intuitively with the gut. For every question, think about the fact, think about the feelings, and think about the big picture. Look at the contradictions, look at where the conflict can be, and what is causing you to want to change something. The questions you want to aim at are the questions that will be drawing thoughts from you, that will help you make connections within, that will help you increase self-awareness, make you deal with your emotions and empower you and bring you closer to your goals. Nothing less, nothing more. Do not worry so much about how you phrase those questions. The most important is what you actually answer the first time, the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time, etc. Until it feels enough. The signal that a coaching session or a self-coaching session is over or near the end is how close are you to the success criteria you defined at the beginning. If you're still quite far, the session is not done. That's why defining the goal and answering how will this session be successful are so important. When you feel like you've arrived to the end of the session and you have a clear idea on how to get where you want, take a moment to list all the action items you need to follow up with in chronological order, starting by the one you need to do first. Add a deadline. Then you go back to your notes to read them again. Is there anything else you could add to your list of actions? What is tracking you the most? What did you learn from this exercise? Take a moment to reflect on what you just did and reflect on the whole process. If you want to add anything to the reflection that you just had, you can. Self-coaching is a journey that took you from one place to another. You're supposed to see things differently after writing down or drawing everything that you did. You might connect things, you might draw them together, you might add more, not that you increase your self-awareness on what's the problem or what's holding you back or what you have to do. Once you have the actions that you need to take to bring you closer to your goal or be successful, you need to just do them. Start the things that you committed to do because coaching is about being accountable and you can't be spending time doing that self-coaching and following that thought-provoking and creative process to not do them in the end. One last optional step is for you to share the process of self-coaching or talk to your closest friends about it. It will be another way to make yourself accountable. You don't have to. If you feel like you're committed and dedicated to take action, you don't have to talk to anyone about it because in the end, that's your thing. When I share my discoveries with people I trust the most, I found that their feedback and their reaction is very useful and they certainly bring more information to me. Um, sometimes it's funny because they already knew something that I just discovered about myself, um, but they had never shared it. They, or they maybe did, but I was not really paying attention or listening to them. It's interesting to see how the people that know you the best actually react to this uh, process of thinking that you just had. I never share the notes, I keep them to myself, but I do share the actions that I want to take or anything that I just discovered, any connection I just made. 
One of the most powerful self-coaching sessions I did was actually to discover my core values. As a coach, I always encourage my client to explore and name what's important for them. I knew what was important for me, but I never managed to really find a label that would really define what these concepts mean to me. It always felt too narrow, too vague, too generic. So one day I took it seriously and I sat down and I listed all the things that were important to me. There was no order. I just wrote all the values and all the things that mattered. I had about 20 values. I knew it was too much, but I also knew that the goal of brainstorming and writing everything was to then group them in different themes so that I could see what were the themes that mattered. And I was able to do that. And I found three core values that group everything I wrote that day. Now in my notebook, I have a page where I have a map of these three core values and around each circle, I have smaller circles with values that are attached to this core value. What I did in the course of the following month was to add more values that I could find and that confirmed that these three core values were really the ones that mattered the most. And as I continue to add more and more, if I see that something is changing, I will change these core values or I will change the label or I will rename them to something that feels closer to me right now. That was probably the most powerful self-coaching session I did. I hope this episode inspires you to sit down and reflect a bit on some of the goals you have or even just your core values because that's an amazing way to start. You can check instituteofyou.org for more tips and resources on coaching yourself, on emotional intelligence and career development. Thank you for listening to me and I hope you have an amazing week. 